0: All right, welcome to one of our weekend editions of Open Source News. I am your brother. My name is James, Black Conservative Patriot, aka BCP. Let's get into this, folks. This from 6.27 a.m. in Waco, Texas. And massive lines are forming for President Donald Trump's Texas rally. This is shaping up to be huge. You will see more people in a half second In this video clip, waiting to see President Trump speak tonight, then you will see at any function of Joe Biden. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our back. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Funny how that works. Ted Nugent will be playing the Star Spangled Banner, saying, I will unleash a fire-breathing Star Spangled Banner with the great President Donald Trump at the Waco Regional Airport tomorrow at 2 p.m. McLennan County is the epicenter of conservative American dreams, spirit values. See you there, patriots. That's probably why that is where today President Trump is launching his 2024 presidential campaign. That's why he's kicking it off there, because that is MAGA country. And then it doesn't start till 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And at 6 o'clock in the morning, they already had tons of people lined up. He must be popular or something. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Former Speaker of the House, but unfortunate still member of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi yesterday said it was her privilege to stand with brave young activists for gun violence prevention because Generation Lockdowns leadership has been crucial to our fight. We must renew the assault weapons ban to protect America's children. Where is this coming from, folks? Besides, there are always universal attempt to subvert our Second Amendment rights. Where is this coming from right now? Oh, it's coming from the Wednesday handgun attack at Denver East High School. That's right. Nancy Pelosi is pushing an assault weapon ban... In the wake of a handgun attack, which of course means that a ban on assault uh, weapons would have done nothing to prevent the crime that is the reaction or is the, they would have you think is why they're reacting this way. But no, it's part of a long, long agenda that you disarm the citizenry before you go full-blown communism a.k.a. Venezuela, a.k.a. every other uh, country. You take the guns away, and then you come in heavy-handed with your tyranny. NPR reported that the 17-year-old East High School attacker used a handgun. This means an assault weapons ban would not in any way have prevented the attack from occurring. This, of course, is the great reporter AWR Hawkins, who covers everything Second Amendment for Breitbart News. On February 15, 2023, Joe Biden responded to the Michigan State University handgun attack by pushing an assault weapons ban. So, you know, there's no logic here, unless, of course, we're talking liberal logic, which, of course, is an oxymoron. So there you got Nancy Pelosi pushing for assault weapons ban after a handgun attack. How about this for a little bit of wackiness and craziness. Attorney General. Rob Bonta out of California. California Attorney General. As part of a coalition of 23 attorneys general. Sent a letter to Kia America and Hyundai Motor Company. They're this essentially the same company like VW Audi. Didn't they? Aren't they the same company now? Expressing concerns about the company's failure to take adequate steps to address the alarming rate of, what, people dying because of safety issues with their cars? No. The the alarming rate of theft of the company's vehicles. Well, I guess it must be popular vehicles. From 2011 to 2022, the company chose not to include anti-theft devices called engine immobilizers that were a standard feature in almost every other new car manufacturer during that period, including the same Hyundai and Kia models sold in Canada and Europe. Hyundai and Kia owners now face unnecessary risk of having their vehicle stolen and increasingly are unable to obtain insurance, making the vehicles illegal to drive in some states. The letter calls on Hyundai and Kia to take immediate action to correct this public safety issue. Maybe, just maybe, the public safety issue is That cars are being stolen in Democrat-run blue cities where the perpetrators of the crimes are people who are not being arrested, put in jail, have to post bail, and that's why this is happening. Once again, liberal logic. It's Kia and Hyundai's fault that criminals are stealing cars. Because they didn't put the immobilizers in. We do realize that Kia and Hyundai are, you know, they do have the Genesis brand, but they are not operating at the high end of the market. They are trying to make their cars affordable and they leave out some features. It's not like you can't buy a, a, a car alarm after market if you're worried about theft. But that's liberal logic has nothing to do with the fact that people commit crimes or getting away with it. It has to do with that Hyundai and Kia don't put extra uh, things on their car. John Nolte over at Breitbart had this to say, My fairly new pickup doesn't have any kind of anti-theft device. I don't even lock it. So why hasn't my vehicle been stolen? I'll tell you why. I don't live in a deep blue Democrat-run city where criminals are allowed to do whatever they want. And even if they are caught, there's no bail or serious jail time. When a city is governed correctly, people feel safe leaving their keys in their car's ignition overnight with open windows. This should be the goal of every elected official an environment where you feel safe, leaving your car and your front door unlocked. Seems legit to me. I I, I just, I don't know how people live. I don't know how people live in these uh, blue cities. Our current residents is Utah, but even we lived in California, we lived in a, a, a very good neighborhood, fairly safe neighborhood. I'm, I'm sure it doesn't rival, you know, Bumfar, Egypt, part of Iowa or something, but for California, pretty safe. Utah, where I live, fairly safe. I don't know if Kia and Hyundai are to blame here. Probably the Georgie Porgie, the Zorro-funded DAs, not prosecuting crimes, I think are more at fault here. And if the Attorney General Bonta really cares about uh, public safety. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember, hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Issue. He may want to look at actually, you know, the district's the district attorneys in the state of California not prosecuting crimes and putting people in jail. Speaking of jail, prisons, let's talk about prisoners of war. I know it's a weird segue. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Appreciate you being here folks. If you feel like you're alone in this mad world that we're living in right now, you're not. I'm giving it to you virtually, but please receive a hug from myself and Mrs. BCP. We love and appreciate our fellow patriots, not just stateside, but around the world. As we deal with these demons, these demon-possessed, evil, wicked, vile politicians and elitists and others that would have us be their serfs and their servants. We just want to be left the hell alone. We want to have a justice system that works for everyone. And we want the stopping of the warmongering inflation, and other by design bad policies of the Biden regime and the Rhino establishment old boys network that are enslaving our children to debt slaves over a fiat currency, which is now getting even more devalued because of by design policies, strengthening China, Russia, and others to move off of the sham petrodollar that at least was helping us out here in America. Do not read into this that I am on the side of Russia, Ukraine, or China, or Joe Biden, because I am on neither one of those trains. But let's show something that they don't want to talk about. This is a UN report, Treatment of Prisoners of War and Persons uh, in the Combat and the Armed Attack by the Russian Federation Against Ukraine. The Russian and Ukraine armed forces have been accused of torturing and executing prisoners of wars over the past years by the U.N. Past year. Which said that such actions could amount to war crimes. Remember, they're calling Putin a war criminal. I'm not going to touch that, but let's just say this. A report from the Office of the United States High Commission for Human Rights claims that both, both Russia and Ukraine have engaged in the summary execution of prisoners of war, making both sides... Criminals of War This execution of prisoners of war which contravenes numerous international human rights laws and treaties on law on war, excuse me They have document cases of summary execution of at least 25 Russian POWs under the authority of Ukrainian forces Such cases amount to gross violation and serious violations that may constitute war crimes are we going to see the International Criminal Court call out Zelensky for being a war criminal? Probably not, because that would go against the narratives. Speaking of Zelensky, Ukraine and Russia, federal spending up 40% since 2019. This is according to the Cato Institute, looking at the data from the Congressional Budget Office. Federal spending jumped from 4.5, $4.45 trillion. In 2019, pre pandemic, to 6.21 trillion in 2023. Folks, that is a 40% increase. Not just, oh, we went from 4.5 trillion to 6.2 trillion. Look at that percentage wise. Wow. Now, it didn't come from Social Security, Medicare, or defense, it came from other expansion of other programs. Some of them were due to the pandemic, but not all of them. Department of Agriculture up 74%. You know, it's hidden in the agriculture, right? What are they called? Uh, SNAP benefits. uh, Supplementary nutrition. Aid program, something like that. Oh, you might just know it as like food stamps. Department of Education, as they're fighting to indoctrinate our children even further. But there's something that's hidden in all of these things. Department of Housing and Urban Development. What's hidden in all of these things, folks? Well, we have a porous border where we have a whole bunch of poor immigrants coming from other countries. And they're putting a strain. Do not believe the lies that illegal immigrants can't get food stamps or be put on these social programs. They can. They often work with fake social security numbers and many of the states do not enforce any sort of fraud that illegal immigrants may be doing to be eligible for these programs. So hidden in this data are a lot of funds going to food stamps and social programs, English as a second language and other burdensome some. Things going on in educational school districts throughout the United States. uh, Many of them getting federal dollars to deal with these crises. Mostly in blue places though. So yeah, defense went up 18%. But a whole bunch of social programs like food stamp up 102%. Family support 50%. School food programs, 42%. That's how they feed these illegal alien children. America last. America last. Okay, this story is just... When I read the headline, I was like... I had heard about this kind of stuff before, but this was just ridiculous. The Florida... 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 I don't know anywhere in the nation where it says Florida... Florida or Florida, depending what part of the country you're from... Or flow if you are into hip hop, at least a southern variety. Florida NAACP seeks travel advisory. The national uh, the uh, the national advancement of wow I can't remember this advancement of color people. The National Association for the Advancement of Color People. Politically incorrect today. It should be the uh, NA. APC, POC. It should be NOC POC, the National Association for the Advance- Advancement of People of Color. Ridiculous. The travel advisory to Florida. Don't go to Florida because it's dangerous because of their laws. The NAACP Florida State Conference voted unanimously Saturday, seeking permission from its national headquarters to issue a tribal advisory for the state of Florida over what it calls draconian legislation and practices related to race and gender. Didn't realize that NAACP was in the gender business, but the Alphabet Q plus people have commandeered the civil rights movement. We would issue this to anyone who's thinking of coming to Florida, thinking of sending their children to school, anyone planning to breathe in Florida. Even the air is racist. This is how crazy it is when you're woke. Chair of Legislative Affairs for the NAACP Florida State Conference, Marsha Ellison told 10 Investigates, we want people to be woke. Yeah. You know, because of the bill... One of them being HB 1223. It expands the controversial parental bill of rights. Parental bill of rights is racist and you shouldn't go to Florida. Didn't say white parents. Just said all parents have the right to deem what is age appropriate for their children. But that's somehow racist. Empowering black parents over their children is racist. The word racism doesn't even mean jack shysta anymore, folks, because of these ridiculous people. All right, folks, let's get into this New York Times thing. What is Ron DeSantis hiding? Ron, what are you hiding? And what are the Republicans in your state trying to hide on your behalf? Or is this about safety? I'll let you decide. Let's look at this article from the New York Times which I forgot to log into. It's giving me an all-access sale, ends, upgrade, and save. But I am a subscriber to the New York Times. Members of the Florida legislation moved this week to shield Governor Ron DeSantis' travel records from the public, proposing to change the state's public information laws just as the governor ramps up what is expected to be a 2024 presidential campaign. The bill, which was advanced by state senators in both parties, includes a sweeping, retroactive clause that would block the release of many records of trips already taken by Mr. DeSantis and other officials, as well as their families and staff members. Hmm. Why would this be? Why retroactive? Oh, it's for the safety of Ron DeSantis because he's going up against Trump and we don't want him to be like a victim of Elon Musk, right? I think the New York Times may be onto something and I think it's a little bit more swampy than that the sealed information would include who accompanied officials like mr desantis on trips within florida and around the country oh so now we can't see who's traveling with desantis who he might be meeting with wow this level of non-transparency sure sounds swampy to me sounds democrat and establishment but no 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 i'm just supposed to believe it's just for the safety of governor desantis In recent months, DeSantis has traveled widely as he promotes a new book and moves toward a White House bid. Florida has long had expansive public information laws, known as sunshine laws, codified in the state constitution. They allow the public to gain access to a variety of government records, including criminal files, tax documents, and travel logs. Florida, folks, has been a state of transparency with these sunshine laws. But now, Rod DeSantis, who's running for or is going to be running for, gov- uh, excuse me, the governor is going to be running for President of the United States and trying to win a primary. All of a sudden, the Republican swamp doesn't want to see where he's been, but more importantly, who's he, who he's with when he's making these trips. Republican Democrats unanimously passed a new bill out of the State Senate Committee on Governmental Oversight and Accountability. A similar bill moving through the House is currently before the Subcommittee on Ethics. Republicans have supermajorities in both chambers of the legislature. So this is being driven by Republicans. It was unclear why Democrats joined Republicans in voting the bill out of committee and whether they would support it in the vote on the floor. Now Democrats are saying, wait a minute, this is the shield DeSantis. We thought it was about safety and privacy. And now a lot of them that voted to get it out of committee are not in full support of it anymore. One Democrat state senator who voted in favor said that she had initially thought it was a bill was solely about security and that she has now changed her mind and would not support the bill. Hmm. What are they trying to hide? There has been an increase in public records requests regarding our governor and his travel simply because of his notoriety and his position for the past few years. Well, this stuff is already available. Why are they hiding it now and why are were active? What are we going to find if we look at Ron DeSantis's travel schedules and who he's been with? I don't think we're trying to hide what the governor is doing or who he's meeting with. I think what we're trying to do is protect the people that are protecting him. Shielding the people that are shielding him. What are you hiding, Ronnie? What are you hiding? The, legislator, the, the legislature... Has often moved in lockstep with Mr. DeSantis, rarely challenging him or publicly disagreeing with him for fear of retribution in the form of vetoes of special projects or threats of a primary challenge. Hmm. What is he hiding, folks? Why can't we see who he's meeting with and who's with him when he's traveling and not running for president as he's promoting a book? Which basically says, this is how I fix Florida. This is the blueprint for how to do it federally. Barbara Peterson, executive director of the Florida Center for Governmental Accountability. I see no reason for this bill. We've always had access to the governor's travel records, always. And why Governor DeSantis needs a special protection is totally unclear to me. I can understand that there's a security issue for current travel or future travel. But how is there a security issue for travel that's already occurred? Hmm. Remember, everyone to the FBI and the deep state that disagrees with them or exposes them are domestic terrorists and we might be able to travel back in the past and do some harm. Craziness. What are your thoughts on any of these new stories I've covered so far, folks? Please put your comment down below. Alright, we're getting closer and closer to the mark of the beast. Panera Bread, I don't frequent there, I don't go there at all quite honestly. Panera continues loyalty innovation as first national restaurant to use Amazon One for loyalty identification and payment. Well, what is Amazon One? It's their palm technology. It's where you just put your hand over the palm reader and it reads your palm. It's a biometric, kind of like the fingerprint access on many of the phones. But now it would recognize your palm print all over the place. So if you don't want to have cash or bring your wallet or have your phone, just swipe your hand. Okay, remember last year we had a a slew of fires at food processing plants. There have been some more. The frequency has died down, I haven't really covered it much, so I found this to be interesting. There was a major explosion at a food factory, but don't worry folks, it was just chocolate. And seeing that we Americans are obese, maybe that's a good thing for us. Well, I can't speak for you folks, but I am technically obese or at least overweight, according to my BMI. So I'm Mrs. BCP's fault, damn that woman for being such a great cook and spoiling the hell out of me and my belt line. And let's end with this, folks. Go woke, go broke. The publicly funded news outlet cut 10% of its workforce, NPR we're talking about. It affects 100 employees. Didn't realize there's 1,000 employees at NPR. But those 1,000 employees do a good job for propagandizing we taxpayers with our own money. National Public Radio was the latest media organization to implement mass layoffs leading to the cancellation of multiple programs. NPR confirmed the other day that it had cut 10% of its workforce, impacting roughly 100 employees. We literally are fighting to secure the future of NPR at this very moment by restructuring our cost structure. Which, of course, they should have done before, but when you're publicly funded, they just think that the the, the government... Taxpayer teat is going to be there and they can continue uh, sucking and milking from it that they don't operate efficiently like private businesses. But here's the danger. They halted several of their podcasts, Invisibilia, Louder Than a Riot, Rough Translation, and Everyone and Their Mom. Those podcasts are the way of the Dodo Bird, which if you have a good podcast... You can monetize it. And if in the market finds your stuff interesting, then it could sustain itself. But apparently, NPR is a failing enterprise, as an enterprise that we pay for to propagandize us. And of course, they have um, drives and other, other things to, to to increase revenue. Speaking of Podcasts. If you want to check out this show in podcast format, you can do that by going to bcbpodcast.com. Actually, you can watch the video version of this show, open source news, either on YouTube or as a video on Spotify. Everywhere else where you listen to podcasts, you'll find it in audio format. You know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Amazon Music, Audible. This show is on all of those platforms. And we're not cutting any staff. Hopefully, we'll be adding some. So go woke, go broke. And, and if you also go woke, then don't go to Florida. What a wacky weekend so far, folks. We will have President Trump and the highlights of that for you most likely tomorrow, maybe we'll do a midnight show. If you're on YouTube, hit like, share, subscribe, and the notification bell. So if I do that, you will know all about it. I'll continue with coverage of the news over the rest of the weekend. Stay tight. Thank you for being here. Please check out our other show, BCP Unfiltered, over at bcpextras.com or the real bcp.com or the aforementioned bcppodcast.com. And also check out our sister YouTube channel, The BCP Report. Saturday, Juniorette dropped the report that if you love children and you are incensed by the madness going around us, when you hear the news story that she reported on, you may get a little bit of Tourette's. You've been warned. The links to everything are down below regardless of what platform you're watching or listening to this on. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless, and a big hug from Mrs. BCP, and myself.